This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win. Order now on the McDonald's app, and you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. And now for something completely different. Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Strap yourself in. Because we're set up, switched on and ready to go. On Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. This podcast is proud to be part of the Talk Sport Fan Network. Talk Sport. Powered by fans. Right, Chris. All right. How the devil are we? Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, good day, good night, wherever you are in the world. Welcome along. This is Lester Till I Die TV. And thank you for joining us. If you are watching live on YouTube or if you are watching live on Twitch, you are most welcome. Thank you for joining us. And if you are listening on your favorite podcast platform, whether that be Apple iTunes, 
um, Spotify, Google, Podcast Addict, whatever your favourite platform is, you can find Leicester Till I Die on there via the uh, TalkSport Fan Network. Thank you very much for listening. Well, um, Arsenal, we've beaten one North London team uh, this month. Can we beat another? That would be a double to do, wouldn't it? Um, We will find out. Uh, We will be talking to um, Derek. Hates that. Only his mother calls him Derek. (laughs) He shouldn't have told me, should he? Uh, Del Boy from Del Boy Gunner TV um, will be joining us later to put the Arsenal point of view across. And, of course, Brad uh, Craig's away, still watching Nottingham Forest. Sorry, comedy uh, circuit at Leicester. Um, he will be with us later as well. Craig won't be, sorry, because he's away. Brad will be treading in or putting on his big shoes and trying to fill his... You know what I mean. You know what I mean. Look, it's a sad day on a lot of fronts today. Uh, and I hope you will bear with me uh, for this. Um course woke up this morning to this news um john motson no longer no longer with us now um nate good evening how are you i'm very well i hope you are as well i've put there mr football and he kind of was to me uh for those of us of a certain age when we grew up when the only live football was the fa cup final and the only uh, only football on TV, apart from that, was Match of the Day. Uh, John Motson was the voice. Uh, Brian Moore, possibly on the other side, um, in fairness. Uh, uh, he, um, he, uh, he, 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 did, well, he did the same. But for, for all of us, I mean, you can see him there, the sheepskin coat, the, 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 the voice. Uh, he, he, all the big things that I remember listening to as I was growing up with football, you know, the Ronnie Radford goal against Newcastle for Hereford, Gascoigne's goal, all those World Cups, it was always his voice that went with it. And for that, I'm going to miss him. I'm going to miss him. These days, there's a lot of commentators out there, good commentators, uh, but there's a lot of them. For me, he is the voice of football, and may he rest in peace. Also, I would like to mention, and I'm going to dedicate this show, um, as it says, sort of on the banner, uh, as you can see going across the bottom there. Um, I'm dedicating this show to a friend of the channel, um, and that is Stephen Featley. Uh, You will know him as S Featley TV. uh, Huge, huge Arsenal fan. Uh, huge Formula One fan, uh, huge Lewis Hamilton fan, whether whichever way you know him from. Um, uh, for those of you that know, he's going through. Well, it, it, it's it, it's bad. It's bad news health wise for him. Our thoughts go out to all his family and friends. Um, he's uh, he's in end-of-life hospice care. He's at home, he's with his family. Uh, but he was one of the first people that actually ever um, communicated with me through Melina, who's another Arsenal fan. I got to know him. And, Steve, I'm going to miss the banter. I'm going to absolutely miss the banter with you, mate. Uh, 
I mean, it, it, it seems unbelievable, but it was only last week when I was I was on your channel in the chat in the chat, winding you up about the process, Arteta, etc. Uh, I went fishing as always, you bit, uh, which it shows the passion you had for Arsenal. We, you know, we wound each other up about Tielemans and Leicester players going to Arsenal, uh, Arteta trusting the process. Uh, what I liked, you gave, you took it, you took it all, you took all the banter and you gave it as good as you got. And that's what football should be like. Um, I'm, I'm going to miss you, buddy. I'm going to miss you and I can't claim... To be a good friend, we are purely what you call Facebook friends. Uh, but yeah, like I say, we had some good, good shows together, and we had some good banter. And it is dedicated this show to him because it is Arsenal. He is, as it says at the bottom, a lifelong Arsenal fan and a YouTube friend. How will miss the banter, mate? God bless you, and may the angels follow the process for you. Those of you that know him well will know about his illness. And what I would ask you to do, please, I know we're in hard times, but if you can go onto the website that's shown below at the bottom there, um, www.childliverdisease.org. It was the big charity that Stephen um, promoted on his channel that he did fundraisers for. Um, it, it meant a lot to him. So if you... I've got a spare fiver, two pounds, one pound, whatever it is. He's he's only young himself. He's only in his mid-twenties. And, mate, like I say, I'll miss the banter. And all the best to you and, and all your family as well. Thinking of you at this time. <sighs> yeah, not been a brilliant. And, of course, RIP Dickie Davis as well, of course. I'm going to leave that banner running up throughout the show uh, so that if you can see it and uh, and do whatever you can, it will be much appreciated. Um, it's been an interesting week other than that uh, in sort of the, 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 the guests that I've had on the show. And just give me a minute just to sort of remind you, uh, these shows are available on Leicester Till I Die TV. Um, we can, um, the, the, well, as you go onto the screen, you'll see there's a banner that says latest shows, and they are both under that. Two huge shows in the same week. Um, there's one there, as you can see, with Keith Hackett. Now, those of you that were younger age will not remember him. He was a um, Premier League referee for the first two years of the Premier League. And he'd refereed long before that. He was a referee for the Manchester City um, Tottenham Hotspur uh, Cup final and the replay. For those of you that may remember the Villa goal in that, Villa as in the player, not the team, obviously, um, <laughs> with John Watson commentating. Uh, but he was the referee for those games. He's refereed internationals, World Cups. He then, when he retired two years into the Premier League, he became a assessor for referees. And he then went on to be general manager of the PGMOL, which looks after the referees. It's the referees' governing body. And obviously with what happened with Leicester and Stabitzer and Vase in the Man United match, 
I wanted to talk to him about that. And I wanted to talk to him and find out how things work. And I'm going to be honest with you, the guy, his candor was amazing. He told it as it was. He thinks Stabitzer should have been sent off. He thinks VAR wasn't doing his job. He thinks there's a lot of referees out there that should be sacked. Um, please go and check it. I learned things I didn't know. You learn about wages, how decisions are taken, uh, how would Webb's going in to try and maybe sort things out. So please go and check that out. Um, it, it, it would mean a lot. Pigeon Patrol. <laughs> Again, for those of us that are a certain age, stop that pigeon, stop that pigeon. Um Jamie Vardy's having a party. Fingers crossed, mate. Nice to see you. Welcome from Twitch there, mate. Give us a follow on Twitch and I'll follow you back. Uh, maybe not straight away in a couple of days when I next go on. And I'll give you a follow back if you follow us. Um, we then had this gentleman on, Mr. Stan Collymore. What can I say about Stanley Collymore that's not going to get me into trouble? <laughs> Probably just this. What we're going to do right now is go back, go back, go back, way back, back in time. Heskey. Pacolima! Well, that is why there is so much fuss made about Stan Collymore. Can he present Collymore with the hat-trick? Yes, is the answer. Stan Collymore. A hat-trick on his home debut for Leicester City. Oh, what a match. Leicester City 5, Sunderland 2. His home debut, he gets the hat-trick. That picture, famous picture, and you will see, if you go back and watch the show again, Lester Till I Die TV on YouTube, you will see that. It'll explain why that particular game is linked to a fire extinguisher. Well, well worth checking out. Both of those online. Uh, True Guna is in. Good evening, sir. Thank you very much for joining us. How the devil are you? Well, I hope. Um... May the best team win. Yes, indeed. Obviously, as long as they're wearing blue. Uh, I agree with you. Couldn't resist it. Couldn't resist it. But, and don't forget, next week, next Wednesday, uh, the conversation, which is the uh, show I do where I interview people, um, Paul Ross, brother of Jonathan, worked for the BBC. He used to be on Channel 4's Big Breakfast. He's done ITV. Talk Sport is on at the moment uh, through the night. Big West Ham fan. So we'll be having him on to talk uh, about his career and also about, um, I won't mention his brother. He probably gets fed up with that. But uh, he'll be talking about West Ham. They're kind of copying everything Leicester have done over the last two seasons. But uh, there you go. So let's get on to the match. Yes, there is a match going on, believe it or not, folks. Um and this is discussing the preview show. We're going to look at uh, a quick look through some stats and then we'll welcome our guests in uh, just after half nine and have a chat with them. Um, 33 times we have played each other. Um, 33 times we've played each other. Five wins 
uh, for Leicester. <laughs> Eight draws, 20 for Arsenal. It got a bit like that with Arsenal, didn't it? <laughs> we couldn't seem to beat them, whatever we did. Um, sorry, just checking something got a message then. Um, I'm not I'm not convinced about going into this. Yes, we beat Tottenham, but look at Man United last week. Let's just hope that we have a decent ref and decent VAR. Fingers crossed. But that's our head-to-head. Um, we'll have a look at the most recent games. And here we go. This is the last six meetings. And when you wonder why I saying about why I man, why I am saying about um I'm not confident. Look at that. Last six games, guys. One win. One win for us. Five wins for Arsenal. Of course, earlier in the season, they beat us 4-2. Deservedly so, I think you'd have to agree. Um, but you know, look at look at Spurs. We got our revenge with Spurs. Uh, Arsenal beat us well, the last season. They beat us twice, both times two nil. And the season before that, uh, they beat us three one, but we beat them one nil at the Emirates. Uh, but you have got to. It is October twenty twenty, but you've got to you go back that that far. Uh, unfortunately, um, and this is our form going into the uh, this game. Uh, if you look there at our last um, six games, we beat Forest. Uh, sorry, we lost to Forest two nil. That was the one we lost. Uh, fraudulent slip there. We drew two two with Brighton. Uh, we beat Walsall in the cup. We beat Villa. We beat Tottenham, and we thought Leicester back, and then we came up against uh, Stuart Atwell eleven at Old Trafford, and of course that ended there. Arsenal, meanwhile, their form's dipped a little bit. Their form has dipped a little bit. Um, you know, I I had City to win, Manchester City to win the Premier League. Uh, I'd love to have had Leicester City to do it. Uh, Manchester City to win the Premier League at the start of the season. Um, recently, I did actually say about a month ago, I said it's Arsenal's to lose. Uh, looks like they could be doing that. Manchester City aren't doing brilliant, but those gaps, it's getting closer and closer and closer. Um, and if you look there, they've only won two. They've only won two of the last five games. Uh, they beat Man United 3 2 um, with a very, very late goal. Uh, of course, they lost to Manchester City 1 0. They lost to Everton, and I'm not going to read too much into that because. Let's be honest with you, Everton, new manager bounce, etc., etc. So, uh, but the Drew could only draw with Brentford. Manchester City in the return game, uh, whopped them 3 1. Um, and that was a whopping. Uh, and of course, they did beat Villa 4 2, which, let's be honest with you, most teams tend to these days, don't they? <laughs> uh, and they were, they came from behind as well. They've got their problems, Villa, haven't they? They do have their problems. Um, let's have a look at the next graph. So this is the tables. This is how things stand table-wise. Um, obviously, Arsenal are first uh, with 54 points. Leicester, 14th, one place behind Forest. I mean, that should be an incentive, shouldn't it? One place behind Forest. Well, 24 points. There we go. And then you've got the form, uh, the home form for Leicester. We are slightly better we are 11th in the home form. 
Unfortunately, Arsenal are first in the away form. What you don't want to hear, let's be honest. Um, <laughs> now, this gets interesting. Team characteristics. And excuse me, I may sneeze in a minute. Uh, Leicester's strengths. We are very strong at shooting from direct free kicks. That could be James Madison. Of course, he will help with that. But he's got another injury, possibly. What the hell? Um, we're strong at counter-attacks and we are strong at creating long-shot opportunities. Uh, Arsenal strengths, finishing scoring chances and creating long-shot opportunities are very strong at. Uh, well, I'll let you read the rest of those there for Arsenal. How do you feel about Madison maybe not playing? I mean, Tillemans is coming back. Uh Will he be given that role, though? Will he be given that free running, go where he wants role that Madison plays so well? I mean, that that's going to be the, the, the interesting thing if Madison's not fit. Um, if you look at the weaknesses, God, we are very weak at defending against long shots and aerial duels. We are also weak at defending against through ball attacks, defending against skillful players. Uh, we can't protect the lead. Uh, <laughs> and we are uh, stopping opponents from creating chances. A couple more there as well. Arsenal's weaknesses, avoiding individual areas, area duels, defending against through ball attacks. Nate, excellent point, mate. Totally excellent point. You know something? And this, I feel bad. I feel bad now because this is... <sighs> I forget about Dennis Pratt. And I love him. I love him. I want us to sort of keep him and not, because we might be sort of letting him go in while we're going for this player from Italy, this central defender. But I love Dennis Pratt and I always forget about him. See what Rogers has done to me. <laughs> oh, dear. Leicester style. We like to take long shots. We play short passes and we attempt through balls. Uh, we are non-aggressive, although I do believe that Christensen may be changing that slightly. And we do like playing the ball in our own half. Yeah, that's that. That's been most of the season, really, hasn't it? And it does stay at the bottom there, guys, because everybody just said to me, where do these figures come from? This is whoscored.com. And uh, strengths, weaknesses and styles are calculated from statistics of each player's last two seasons. So this and the team's two seasons. Arsenal style. They like to control the game in the opposition's half, attack through the middle, short passes, attempt through balls often, and possession football. Uh, they play aggressive. The opponents play aggressively against them. Uh, they do like to play the offside trap. Uh, they've got a consistent first eleven, and they are also non-aggressive as well. Interesting. So, who's got who's the top scorers? Well, James Madison and. Um, Saka are both at the top with nine. Uh, Harvey Barnes is second, uh, or he's third, if you like, technically, with eight. Uh, on assists, Saka is top. He's, he's, uh, I love Saka, I've got to be honest with you. Um, he's probably my favorite Arsenal player. Uh, Odegaard is uh, second, uh, with six, and Jesus is fifth, third, with five. We don't even get a look in on that one, guys. Um, I don't know what that tells you. Um, passes. Saliba, 
top with 15, well, 1,505. Uh, oh, God. Gabrielle is second with 1,400, and Party is third with 1,100. However, however, when it comes to tackles, uh, Timothy Castagna is top with 56. Uh, Yori Tielemans is second with 48, and Ben White is third with 43. I've got to be honest with you, I've just done a show with the Armoury TV, a uh, big Arsenal chat, and we had to pick a joint 11. I had to pick five Leicester players and six Arsenal players. I didn't have any choice. That was That's the rules of, the, of his game. And most of those players, I didn't pick Ben White. Uh, I did pick Party. I think I picked, I did pick Saliba. Didn't, don't think I picked Gabriel. Um, didn't pick Odegaard. I definitely picked Saka uh, on there. So there we go. Uh, I'd like to see Pratt. I mean, obviously, Brad, when he comes in, he will be looking and he'll be picking the team that he thinks we could go for later in the um, later in the show. Um, and how confident are we feeling? Are we feeling confident? Because, like I say, um, I wouldn't have thought you would. Oh, I wouldn't, to be honest with you. I certainly wouldn't. That's Premier League games. That's off the Premier League website, they are. So, um, but he is. <laughs> Fair play to the guy. Um, second for tackles. Would you have thought Castagna would be top? <laughs> and it's interesting because we're talking about um, we're talking about Ricardo coming back. I thought with Ricardo coming back that Castagna would maybe go back into that right uh, back role or stay in the right back role, and we could use Ricardo as an alternative with Tete. Because Ricardo can play, you know, that bit further upfield, and we know he's got a goal or two in him. Um, but I mean, Rogers midweek, he was saying, wasn't he, that it could be the other way around, in that Ricardo may get the right back slot, and Castagne could alternate with Tete. Maybe that says something about uh, Castagna's form at the moment. Um, ah, Brad, <laughs> that would help, wouldn't it? Nate, the only players that have played consistently, I guess. Brad can't come in because I haven't sent him the link. <laughs> Whoops, a Daisy. Uh, I hadn't realised. It's because I did a show earlier and we spoke earlier. Let me just invite Brad in. Otherwise, I'm going to be on my own all by myself. Uh, but here we go, Brad. I'm going to send it on Twitter, mate. Um, there we go. There's the link. <laughs> I apologise. I can't multitask. Anybody that's known me long enough will know that. Um, yeah, um, consistency. Um, you could be right there, Nate. Um <laughs> Interesting though, I, I I I'm a stat fan. Uh, anybody that, that follows the show knows I'm a stat fan, and you can take stats either way. You know, two people can look at the same stats. One say it's good, and the other one say it's bad, depending how you interpret them. But um, definitely, I love I love looking through stats. Of course, towards the end of the show, we'll be doing score predictions as well, so be sure to get those in. 
and we'll be looking at so i have just got ian wilson's through um it was the last one to come through and so i've got all the players up there that he won't be on the on the link tonight um on that do we think arsenal can go on and win the uh win the league that was a question i was asked on the arsenal um nate's just said there I remember when we signed Castagna, he said something along the lines of wanting to play in more of an attacking role. I mean, the good thing is, let's be honest, Nate, and it's, it's, it's a good point. It is a good point. Um, either, either can do. And the fact that we've got players that will um, alternate between those two roles. So we could have Castagna right back, Ricardo ahead of him. Or we could have Ricardo at the right back and um you know castagna ahead of him that's the good thing that's the good thing he got my link he's in and i apologize to him um i tried not to have him on the show but you know he, he, he finds me out <laughs> he finds me out brad oops you're very very small there sir let me say <laughs> abracadabra there you go there we go <laughs> how the devil are you so i do apologize about that no that's all right mate yeah I'm, I'm not too bad i'm not too bad Good, 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 I finally good. calmed down after the Man U game. So, oh no, I was saying before, uh, and you, you thank you very much for giving me the chance to promote it again. Uh, but if anybody didn't see it, uh, please get over to Leicester Till I Die TV um, and have a look at the. Oops, that's the wrong one. Have a look at this, Keith Hackett. Like I say, not only is he an ex-ref, he's an ex-Premier um, League ref. He's an ex-ref's assessor, and he is also ex-boss of the PGMOL, which is the ref's governing body. He did not hold back, did he, Brad? No, he didn't. And it's good to hear. Just wish he was there working with that sort of attitude. You know, I mean, if he's still about to be able to do it now and mm. ref or be in charge of the rules of VAR, because it needs someone like that, doesn't it, who's just honest and tells it how it is. You make That's the rules the honest. I suppose he's, um, he's, it's easier for him to talk now. I mean, he has a column in the Telegraph. Uh, yeah. It's easier now that the shackles have been taken off. Good evening, Warren. By the way, how are you, mate? Nice to see you again. It's been a while. Welcome along. Um, United are 2-1 up, apparently. I don't know because my TV's decided not to work in here, so I couldn't tell you what the score was. Um, but, yeah, it, 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 yeah, his candor was great. Uh, if you want to know how much referees earn these days, uh, I think Rishi Sunak could be absolutely... <laughs> he's having a word with his accountants at the moment. Uh, and if you also want to know why referees do not come out after the game and explain things to us, you need to go and watch that video. Because I didn't know the reason why. I was I thought I knew the reason why. And it's not the one, not what I was expecting. So... Get over there and check it out. Uh, we could do with him on Sunday, on Saturday, couldn't we? Oh, it doesn't matter, does it? Atwell's the fourth official, so you know it's going to no, be fun. No, he's not actually. No, Is no. he not? Was no, that someone? No. Oh, thank God! I thank God for that. I was like, please yeah. just be bait. Please just be bait. Don't tell me that's true. There's been a lot of rumours gone round, and I'm not sure quite where from that he was fourth official. Now, whether he was and he has been removed because of what's happened. Um, 
I don't know. I mean, you know, obviously they've got Howard Webb's going in to take over, and I think he's starting to lay the law down a little bit because he's taken over from Mike Dean and what a wonderful human being he is. Uh, but no, we, we, we don't actually. I can't, I, well, I can find out who it is, but I'm glad to say that, uh, that it's not him. Thank God. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, just to quickly go on that, and I know we're going over all things, but just before I bring, bring Dell in, um, it, we have got the best league in the world, I think, but we've also got the worst referees, haven't we? Yeah, but you'd be very much assured that they'd suddenly start making wiser and better decisions if the technology that's supposed to help them isn't hindering them with its overcomplicated rule set. It's yes. We've talked about it enough. Just make it basic and it'll actually help them, you know. Yeah. Well, just to say, Craig Pawson is the referee, and VAR Ooh. is Michael Salisbury, who's one of the new ones. So, um, who I, I, I did see, I did see Stuart Atwell's name appearing. Ah, he's VAR for Liverpool Wolves. Good luck with that, Wolves. Oh, Good sorry, luck, Wolves. <laughs> Sorry, Wolves. Oh, now I know that I can. That might be a spoiler alert for my prediction, knowing that. Yeah. Well, look, there are two teams in this. I've got me at me beeper ready. I've got my finger on the mute button. Um, but I love this guy. He's a true Arsenal fan, and um, I'm apparently only his mother calls him Derek, so I'm not allowed to. Oops. That slipped through, didn't it? That's <laughs> welcome from Del Boy TV. It is Del. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? What's that crack? What's that leading story? Del swear. Book me. Fucking loads. Welcome along. By the way, for anybody that's How listening, are you, in, How are you, mate? subtitles are good, available. Mate. I'm good. So you can you can pick up what Dell says later, but, but subtitles are available. Dell, <laughs> before we start, give everybody a shout out because I love your channel, I love your rants. Uh, but just give a shout out as to where people can find you. Yeah, um, just on uh, obviously YouTube, just Dell Boy Gunner TV. Um, I'm also on Twitter, the same, and uh, Instagram as well, on the on the same as well. Uh, I just do fan calling shows. I do rants, I do videos, like, you know, um, I after every Arsenal game, I tell, let's say, anyone can join in and talk about the game and give out your say about the game. You can hide your, your, your face if you want, but be respectful as well, like, you know, but that, that, that's really it. That's what I'm on. So, yeah, thanks a million. Thank you, Chris. Not a problem at all. Hide your face? Wow. Um, <laughs> Brad... <laughs> Brad, I mean, we, we know we know where we can find you. Top 10 Battles. Yeah, you can find me on YouTube, Top 10 Battles. Do a regular show uh, on there and a football quiz. So go and check that out. You can find me on Twitter. My Twitter handle is at Full Time Focus. And yeah, that's pretty much where you'll find me for anything other than here. He's here more often than not. If you ever yeah. know where he is, pop on. He'll always be here. Uh, Warren says, hi, Del Boy. Um First of all, Dell, I mean, you, you you knew the guy. I'm going to sort of ask you your thoughts because I am dedicating tonight's show because it happens to be Arsenal that we are playing um, to Stephen Featley. I mean, 
he was one of the first guys that I interacted with on this uh, channel. Um, I did say earlier, I love the band. I'm going to miss the banter, I think, more than anything with Stephen. Um, I, only last week I was on his um, on his channel, went fishing and caught him. But uh, he gives it, he takes it. Your memories of him? Yeah, I've interacted a lot with Stephen. He's a great guy. Um, like, you know, he, he's obviously... Yeah, it's it's terrible what's happening at the minute. Like you know, um, I I've had him many many a time on my channel. I've been on his, um, like you know, he, he he's honest. He's an honest Arsenal fan. He's he's a great guy, absolutely great guy. Um, it's it's very sad what's happening. Um, he's he's like you know, it, it's not looking good as they say. But my thoughts and prayers to Stephen, his family and friends. Um, you know, he, he is an honest guy. You know, it's terrible. Yeah. Uh, Warren, he is in um, end-of-life hospice care at home with his family at the moment. So that, that's the current uh, situation. So I know Brad's the same as me. All our, all our thoughts and wishes go out to him. Yeah. And as I said earlier, and as it says below there, I'm sure the angels will continue the process for you, Stephen. You know, so... Um, yeah. I believe, yeah, I believe that uh, Manny is um, sort of continuing on Stephen's channel as far as I know. Um, oh, so like you know, for for donations and stuff like that for kids charity for the liver and all that sort of stuff. So it's going to a good cause. His his he he's back with the Children's Liver Disease Foundation is well known. Again, on the link below, you will see a link to the website for the child uh, children's liver disease. Please get over there and whatever you can donate. I know it's in hard times, but uh, it's a well worth uh, supporting that charity on behalf of Stephen. Uh, Warren says here, Del Boy's content is banging. I mean, to be honest with you, I love it. I love it more when Arsenal lose. I've got <laughs> <laughs> because I just sit there and I'm thinking one pound. Two pounds. I, if I had a pound for it, I could retire. I could, you know, I could go to the DWB and say, sod off. Yes. Um, problem See, is, I haven't been able to do that much this season because, in fairness, you're having a good season. Yeah. Like, you know, look, at the start of the season, I'll be honest, um, I actually thought that Arteta would be out of a job now. I really did. And I'd be the, probably the first one. Arsenal fan to say that because a lot of Arsenal fans are deluded and they think, oh no, I knew well it was going to click into gear and go along. No, I don't think so because the last few games of Arsenal with the Newcastle game, we got absolutely battered up there. Then uh, the Spores game as well. We, we like you know we just had to draw with them. I think not lose. We didn't, you know. So it wasn't a really good end of season. So my confidence at the end of the season was just gone. I was just finished with him. I, I was. I didn't think he was the man for the job. Um, he started well then this season, um, done the job, absolutely brilliant. But you know me, uh, Chris, I, I, I still have a chip in my shoulder over something. Nothing, it's not all running smoothly behind the scenes. I sort of felt sorry for Arteta in the January transfer window because he has done such a good job. And I'd be the first one to say, look, hands up, I was wrong. He's doing well. He's doing the job he's supposed to do. He spent a lot of money. Don't... Let's not forget that. He spent a lot of money. But in the January transfer window, I think that Edu should have backed him a bit more. You know, probably got one or two more players in. I know we got Jorginho, Trossard, and some fella from Poland, Kiora or something like that. You know, there was still an extra small bit. And I always say this on my channel. 
Fergie was a, a mastermind at it. If he needed a striker, you know, we went out and he got, like, you know, uh, Henrik Larsson or, like, you know, someone that would give the dressing room that extra bit of a kick, you know, and and, and, and probably score 10 goals between January and the end of May, you know. And I think Arsenal needed that. I know we got Jorginho, good player, you know, I, I, you know, because we were linked with Casado off Brighton. You know, a young midfielder, fresh, like, you know, full of energy. You know, he would have been very good for us. Jorginho sort of at the back end of that. You know, can he do it? I don't know. Let, let, let's wait and see. If, if you'd have been given where you are now, and you have kind of, I, I take total blame for this, because about six weeks ago, I did say the title is Arsenal's to lose. <laughs> I almost yeah. feel like you're actually going to prove me right uh, with your recent results. But if you were given this at the start of the season, you'd have taken it, wouldn't you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, 100%. Like, you know, it, it like all day long. Like, uh, I, I, I'm i I'm bigging up Arteta for what he has done because I was so critical of him this time last year. I, You know, I'd say me swear jar and your swear jar would have been overflowing at this stage, you know, this time last year. But forgive it, him, I, Brad. Forgive him. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know what he's like. I'm not going to forgive him for it. I'll I, I bless him for it. I really do. But, like, you know, we're still a bit you know, on edge, like, I don't feel 100% confident going into any game, you know, because we, we have our moments like the Everton game where we lost and Everton were absolutely useless the whole season and we come and gift them a win, you know. Um, we, we know that feeling from last season, don't we, Brad? Yeah, yeah, that, that we do. Yeah, yeah. And, and, and as well with the Brentford game, then with the Man City game, uh, last Saturday was a big, big win. We needed that. We needed luck, I think, was more than anything. We just couldn't get the goals. You know, we needed that luck. The, the post, hitting the post and then in off um, Martinez to get the goal. And then, obviously, Villa attacking and we scored. Like, you know, I, I don't know if you guys seen the game, but it was pretty fair. It was pretty even. Like, you know, I, I don't think Arsenal deserved a 4-2, let's say, on paper. But it was certainly close. Um, That's his favourite score at the moment, 4-2, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it seems to be. It seems to be, you know. Um, if, if you're if you're even asking me, am I nervous going into this game? Yeah, 100%. You better yeah. believe it. I mean, Brad, two questions then to ask you. First of all, would you have taken where we are at the moment at the start of the season? Because I don't think I would. No, I wouldn't have. Um, minimum was sort of top 10 and probably hoping that we do some, you know, January, uh, we did some work in January. We knew that was going to balance out. We was really hoping to have got these players in, in the summer. Um, look, we know the effects we had. We know the torrid time we had, but at the start of all the optimism, I was thinking fully fit squad going at this. If we can sneak a few additions, I don't know why top, top eight wasn't a, a thing, but where we are now, it, it, it um, it's, it's sort of pretty much a contrast of how the season's gone, to be fair. So, and, and, uh, and we're below Forest. Oh, God. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> I, I, the, the question then that, 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 um, that Del just said Are you nervous, Brad, going into this game? Not really. I don't, I honestly don't see any any reason to be. And that, that's no, you know, that's nothing on Arsenal's form. They're going to be a very difficult side to beat. Mm. I mean, those that moan about the fact that all oh, their 
bottling it or we're doing a Spurs, you've got to remember you're chasing down a team that's had an iron fist grip on that to- on that trophy for, what, four out of the last five seasons? It is a very difficult task. The fact that Arsenal are even ahead of the race is it, it's almost not to the same degree of obviously five thousand to one, but for different reasons. You know, it, you know, it, it's one of you know, you're expecting it, but you keep passing the test somehow, some way. To yeah. win a league, you need to be good and have a bit of luck. Um, but I don't see where in our last performance, even though we lost three 0 to Manchester United, if De Gea doesn't make them two saves, I know people go all if if Anderson bots and all that, but we were really good for for a good part a chunk of that yeah. half yeah, until right. until what happened. And if we play like that and get a bit of luck and play well against Arsenal, I don't see why we can't get something. Luck or a decent ref? What are you what, what are you going for there? Sometimes sometimes a bit of luck can be from from but you could get both, couldn't you? Well I'll be asking so, which I think, but um... I'll take a bit of luck in a dodgy ref trying to trying to force it the other way. <laughs> we, if we come through it with a two-one, or I'm happy. But <laughs> you know what, I've gone, so I might upset people with that. <laughs> you might. Um, now, Nate says here, uh, is Jesus still out for Arsenal? Don't remember what his injury was. Yeah, he he's still out. Um, I think it's probably mid March. I think I'm hearing um that that he's back. He's back training with a football, but his fitness isn't there. So I don't I don't think you need to be worrying about him coming on on Saturday. And what? How is your injury list? Other than that, um, Smith Rowe. Uh, he was on the bench the other day. Um, I'd say his fitness is still sort of you know a bit up in the air. But I, I think apart from that, really, we're we're, we're okay. Um, the, the, the whole like I, I don't know if you were even going to talk about this, but I, I sort of like let's let's talk about it. It's the elephant in the room, let's say the Arsenal room, the civil war in the Arsenal room here at the minute because it's Zenchenko or Tierney. Who do you play? There's a lot of people, Tierney, a lot of people, Zenchenko. What they offer is sort of two different things. I'd be Tierney sort of in, I, I'd like to see Tierney starting. Because he offers Martinelli more on that left wing. You know, he sort of runs up and, like, you know, whereas Zenchenko goes into the middle of the field, goes into the centre, you know. And there were some games this season, you know, probably the Brentford game, the Everton game, that Mar- or that, that Tierney would have suited much, much better, um, you know, to start. But, you know, I, I personally drop him uh, on Saturday. I, I think the Leicester game would suit Tierney and Martinelli. Right. And Brad, I mean, um, Thunder Road, good evening, Thunder Road, how the devil are you? Is Amati finished with Leicester? I mean, it's hard to ignore the impact that Harry Suter has had in the back line. And although there was a few moments we questioned about Wout Faze, you're going to put him ahead of Amati. I wouldn't say he's finished, but if... But if it's to be believed that after what we did in January, that means we're actually going to have some money with the pending players that are ending the contract coming up. I think the trouble is Daniel Martin might be done after this season, if yeah. that's where he goes. Because I think Leicester will be able to go out and get suitable competition, more up suited we're looking, competition. We're looking for another centre back, um, mm. and that could spell the end of him. Unless, yeah. he, unless he's happy to stay as that utility sub, you know, that can fit into yeah. about... His injury cover. You know, 
Chris, yeah. you know, Chris, you know I come with solutions all the time. I have a player here, and they don't call me Del Boy for nothing. I have, Rob, <laughs> <laughs> I, I have Rob Holding here on the phone if you are interested. <laughs> well, normally I'd come back and say, "Well, if you take Perez off our hands," but he's gone anyway now. So, yeah. what about Ryan Bertrand? Do you fancy Ryan Bertrand? Oh, jeez. <laughs> I, I, mean, I think Del Boy's uh, just wanted to name a player that I'd rather Vestergaard be started over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, I couldn't believe this, Brad, earlier. I mean, apparently with the um Martin Martin O'Neill, what am I saying there? That's going back in it. Brendan <laughs> Rogers has given an injury update on Ryan Bertrand. The, the, who cares? You know what I mean? He's he's out at the end of the season. His contract's up. I don't give a shit whether he's injured or not. Just get him out. Uh, love him, but pretty much the same with Johnny Evans. But James Madison, again, that knee injury is coming back. If he's not in that squad, that's going to give a huge boost to Arsenal, isn't it? Yeah, of course it is. You've seen his impact. He's impervious. It's almost like he should be an England international. I wonder why he's not. But hey-ho. I mean, yeah, yeah. And every team has it. Every team, well, not every team to a degree in terms of talent-wise, but every team has that star player, that standout player that they're most fearful of losing to an injury. And and for those that maybe question the training ground thing, you've got to remember James Madison's unfortunately had this problem since he arrived at Leicester. He's always found himself out for a period and, it's um, it's something that Leicester are hoping we can get through this period and he can get the proper treatment to help him because obviously he's he's clearly still suffering with it, um, with what Brendan said. Um, we need him against Arsenal to really go to really go at them and, and, and get them there. But you know, just, the other options aren't exactly too bad either, are they, who can play that, in that role? Well, if necessary. I mean, coming to you, Del Boy. Del, I'm sorry, I can't not call you Del Boy. Though. Yeah, no, please walk away. I can't I'll just call you us. Del. If I call you Del, the boy's automatically attached on there. Yeah, 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 walk away. <laughs> I, call, I called you Derek once. I don't think I'll get away with that again. Um, <laughs> if Madison's not in, I'm, you know, I saw you nodding. That will be, I think, a huge boost for Arsenal. But then could Tielemans come in and perhaps do a bit of a job interview for you. <laughs> I sort of knew this was coming today. I knew this was coming. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I, I, like, James Madison, for me, is an absolutely top-class player. I, I, I still, like, I, I'd be in agreement with Brad there and yourself. I don't know why he's not in the England squad. Yeah. Whatever, you know, he's, you know, I, I'd blame the manager, obviously. But anyway, um. Yeah, if, if he wasn't in the squad, I'd be quietly confident. But see, Arsenal have this thing going into every game. It, it, it's like the Everton game, there was the new manager effect. Sean Dyche, we never win against Sean Dyche or he gets a result against us. And there's always that in the back of every Arsenal fan fan's mind, plus players. Um, there's always an ex-player that will come and haunt us. You know, there's certain players, Drogba, that we used to always, always score against us. You know, so with stuff like the Tilly Mans, and I was only actually thinking of this the other day, I was there, he's going to play absolutely unbelievable on Saturday. You know, he, he, we all know he is going to. It's it's the dance floor for him. 
to do his job interview on and and let, let let's do it. Um, yeah, I think he's going to have a really good game, and I'm very fearful of him. I, I like how many goals does he even have this season? Because I might even just do a bet on him to score at some stage. Not many, in fairness. Um, we're, we're the free know. gift. We're the we're the gift. <laughs> <laughs> I think so. I think it's only two. I don't think he's. I think. I think. In, I think Mendy's <laughs> may, may even have to say it might only be one, but I think Faze has got more than that for Liverpool, hasn't he? But Brad, yeah. I mean, talking of Tielemans, and you know my thoughts on Tielemans at the moment. I just want him to go, and he, I think he's really leaving mm. the club with a bad taste in and in our mouths. Um, but you also know that I don't think he's been used to his best. He's been he's been sort of tied back in a more defensive role, and in a team that hasn't performing. Uh, been performing well these past two seasons. Uh, he's not really shone, you know, since the FA Cup. He's kind of not reached those levels again. But then again, as they neither has the team. If he comes in for James Madison, I mean, you know, we always said that with James Madison's best when he's got that free role, he, he can go wherever the ball is and pick that ball up and, and start something. If Tielemans is given that role, do you think we'd see the old Tielemans again? You know he's got it in his locker, that's the thing. Mm. You know he's got it in his locker. And and the thing is, the thing is, he's also done this at international level, though, doesn't he? I mean, he looked lost. He looked lost at that tournament in Qatar. He looked lost. I mean, I know, but again, so did the rest of the Belgian squad. They looked lost. So, is it just one of them feelings in the dressing room at that time and how things are? And... He's just not been firing on all cylinders, or, or or is it that we're not accustomed to uh... away days are great, but when you can't play away, there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximize your home ground advantage with Muck Delivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee, and terms apply. See McDonald's.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Um, to the job that he's been given, because he's been taking that more defensive manner of role, hasn't he? And it's yeah, not yeah. it's not as potent as what Madison gets in the freedom. So we could. Yeah. Personally, I'm kind of with you though. With certain players, you can shuffle and quite to it and I would rather somebody who's at least looking committed to the team but it's hard to not you know that's the biggest thing the Caps 22 is it's hard to ignore what you what you have with Tillemans and yeah to try and leave on a positive note as the club can at least their end if nothing else so yeah I mean it'll be interesting uh, I mean um... Yeah, it must. I mean, if you say that a match is like a meal, this game's going to be like a takeaway for Arsenal fans, isn't it? Because they're just going to look at the Leicester team sheet and go, "Oh, 
Number 10, we'll have him. Uh, number three, we'll have him. Number five, we'll have him. <laughs> but see, Chris, this is the thing what I'm talking about. That's all well and good. But we have a fella negotiating that wouldn't negotiate... In, in, like you know, I I won't say I could I could mention a few sort of <laughs> sayings there, but he is useless at negotiation. You know what I mean? Um, Edu is this Edu? Yeah, Edu. Like you know, and and people are saying, but you got Jesus, you got Inketia, or you got sorry, he's in my brain. I'll, I'll come to him. I want to come to Eddie because I've seen a comments there, and I want to yeah, come and yeah, talk about him. But I'll just one, yeah. finish this first. Um, we got Zinchenko and stuff like that, but. These are all sort of like, you know, easy deals to do. I, I keep on saying, you know, Arteta was at Man City. He knows the agents, the families, the, the, the players. They're easy deals to be done. You know, I, I could go on. Even the, the young fella, we, we signed the young fella last summer, Marquinhos. And he, he was a free agent. And Edu ends up giving the Brazilian club, I, I can't think off the top of my head who it is. He ends up giving them three million. No one knows why. It's true. I know in football terms, it's 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 nothing, but it's still money. Why the hell did that go to there? Like you know, so um, you know, I I do agree. Like if we had like a Harry Redknapp, a Wheeler dealer, yeah, definitely. Like you know, it would be a menu, but um, I, I'm not so sure. May, the only one I'm, I'd be sort of interested in could be Tilly Mans, is because he's sort of flirting with us now a while. Um, I'm sure his agents have been in contact and they're all friends and stuff like that. So um, that, I, that's why I, I, I'd be looking at him to play a good game as well. On Saturday. And I think you'd get a better chance now than you did previous seasons because now you are challenging for, for your... Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think so as well. And and like even Tillemans is... I, I would have rathered him signed rather than Jorginho. Um, because like obviously his contract is up in the summer... And this is a thing that I was sort of, why are Arsenal not even just going in and bidding 15 million or something like that for him now? And you're probably doing everyone a favour. Like, you guys are now at this stage, just get rid of him. He, he doesn't want to be there. He's sort of, like, you know, his eyes off the ball. And, and that's fair enough from a Leicester point of view. 100% agree with you. We've had that so many times with the likes of Alexis Sanchez, uh, Aubameyang, you know, the list goes on and on. So I know exactly how you're feeling. If a player does not want to be in your club, out. I don't want them. I don't want them. Get out. You know, because if he's not if he's not there up there on the pitch, he's worth nothing to you. Yeah, yeah. You wanted to mention Nikita. Um I'll just get this out. He's <laughs> fucking useless. We do, we just need we just need Elton John to come in and start singing about him, don't we? <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Um I'm I'm not having it. Um like even a lot of Arsenal fans he scored two, was it against United? And then like I think he's only five or something, six goals this season. He started in about 20 games and he's a striker. And oh, but that's still okay, Dell. No, it's not. You have Martinelli, you have Saka, you have Odegaard, all these top quality players feeding you. He missed sitters. He missed a sitter against Villa. He missed an open goal. I think he's missed more um, scoring opportunities than he has scored. You know, so mm. no offence to the chap and he can do whatever he needs. He's probably a nice guy, but not for me. You know, nice doesn't win any races. Nice doesn't win you a league. 
You have to be ruthless. You have to be like you know. I, I want a, a striker like you know in the box, a Van Nistelrooy. You know, and because let's say a Van Nistelrooy in the box, how many goals did he score? We, we like you know a huge amount of goals, and that's exactly what Arsenal need is a fox in the box. You know, Eddie for me is useless. I'm going, and I do. I actually do vlogs as well for the League of Ireland. I'm going. I'm going to matches every Friday night. Good. I wouldn't put him on any of their team. That that's how bad he is. And I, um, I I'm, I'm actually going to the Everton game on Wednesday night in the Emirates. So I'm flying over to London to to go to that. And I'll I'll, I'll try and let him know that I'm not happy with him. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm sure, you, and I'm sure your voice will stand out. It's the trouble. <laughs> <laughs> um, where do where do you see Leicester troubling you? Um, well, if, oh, let me see. If Madison plays um, and, and Tillymans, I can see them two troubling us big time. Um, you know, uh, apart from that, I think the worst the worst enemy we have is ourselves as well. You know, it, it's the, the mentality going into the game. You know, um, if it's not working after, say, 60 or 70 minutes, if it's nil-nil, I'm 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 not too excited about what's on the bench. Like, you know, what do we have coming excuse me, coming off the bench to try and change the game plan? You know, I always say we have a good A plan. If the A plan works, we're flying. But plan B, it it's not working. You know, he needs to change it around a bit. Um and and, and this is the worst thing about Arteta and his his tactics. He, he can't sort of read the game to change it all of a sudden. Like, you know, I think his impact, his substitutes and his tactics that he has made. Um, I, I was actually watching on Warren's actually just there. Um, uh, he done a, 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 a thing last, um, f- uh, was a Monday, sorry. Um, and it was just showing the tactics that Arteta changed the game, how, how they affected it. Not really, you know, not many of them. So... Yeah, that, that that that's where I'm at at the minute. But I'm I mean, also is Vardy. I know Vardy may come on and he he may make an appearance. I don't know. Possibly. We hope not, though, because we hope uh, Inacho is going to start. Brad. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, I mean, I actually think it could depend on how Arsenal line up where our strength could come. I think we're going to have a great contest in the middle of the park, regardless. Mm. Of who sets out, I think both teams have very, very natural flared midfield. With you know, you see Dewsbury Hall, Madison, Tillemans on on his day, and even Mendy, you know, will drive at a side with 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 some quick movement. And and you know, we know what Arsenal have to offer in the middle of the park. But it's interesting if De- if what Del Boy, you know, because I'm not an Arsenal fan, do you Del Boy's ever seen it? But it's interesting. You said that Zinchenko likes to come on the inside, doesn't he? Over Tierney. Tierney's more yeah. a direct winger. With the way that Christensen and Barnes link up on that left hand side, it, it could be interesting battle down that side of the things if Zinchenko starts, or, or maybe Tierney's felt for you know forced to be a bit more uncomfortable and have to come inside to to stop the, the overlap. It, that that could be. That sounds like that could be an interesting battle with how Leicester like to go. About it, so that 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 could be a mean of strength for Leicester as, as well going into the game. You were talking about the, the tactics, and I want to come uh, and your manager's ability to change things. I mean, how often have we said? I can remember 
when uh, I think you know Arteta had just taken over, uh, we'd got Rogers, who was supposed to be this master tactician, Brad, and Arteta just outthought him. And, and <laughs> yeah, what well, I mean, you know, but... carry on. Sorry. No, sorry, hey, I was just going to touch on that. I didn't know you had more to say, sorry. You, no, I, I was struggling just... to know what to say. So yeah. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, no, no. I was going to say, though, I mean, you know, I've, I've been on Arsenal channels before. Um, you know, I, I've dropped in on Dale Boy's streams before and talked about Arsenal. Well, I remember a few years ago, um, you know, with, 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 with Stephen, funny enough, it was on one of his shows, when you had the likes of, you know, your Sanchez's and your Erzels on 300 grand a week or what, ridiculous wage of what it was. And it is a ridiculous wage. I don't care who you are. I think it's ridiculous. I don't care if you're Messi or Ronaldo. It's it's ridiculous. And I, I was one of the people that said, they need to give somebody time and he needs to clear them out. And he needs to trust in what they've got a little bit and, and invest well with some quality players to add to it. Work with the base of what you've got with your youngsters because you would still see the likes of Saka breaking into England then. And the squad now is a hell of a lot better than where it is. You know, that, that, that's the one thing Arsenal have learned from as well. And you've got to give them credit for giving Arteta time because no matter what happens this season, it certainly looks like it's paid off in the long run. I Dale, I mean, I was, I was on the Armoury TV doing a, this sort of show just before I came on here. And he he doesn't have a lot of faith in your defence. Yeah. Um, is, that a, is, he, is he being fair on that? I, I Yeah. I, I The way I look at it is with Gabriel in defence, he can either have a, a great game, but against a big, like let's say a Man City, you know, a big team like Man City or, or Liverpool or like, you know, and I, this is no, I'm not disrespecting Leicester or any other team like that, but it, it just seems the big occasions, he's, you know, he, he sort of loses it. He does a silly tackle. He does a silly booking, you know, stuff like that. Um, so I, I can sort of see, get that. Saliba hasn't been great the last few games. He's made a few sort of errors. He's had an absolute outstanding season so far. But his last few games, he hasn't been great. So I, I can I can get where where he's coming from with that. Zenchenko as well is the same. He hasn't played the, like the Everton game, the Brentford game, the Man City game. On that left hand side, has not been good, you know, and and sort of hasn't been protecting the centre halves as well when he should have been. Um, ben Wright and Tomiyasu then um, Arteta has been sort of flipping and flopping between the two of them as well. So, yeah, I, I can get that. I, I, I do get it, you know. But if they're all on form, they're just absolutely outstanding. I, I have to, like, you know, I have to say, like, they are good, but it's what Arsenal will turn up, you know. If if, if Gabriel starts and his, his head is all over the place, it'll be squeaky bum time for Del Boy Gunner anyway. <laughs> <laughs> if you don't see that, where, where do you see the weakness in this Arsenal team? Um... Well, up front for me, it's at the minute because we don't have Jesus. And even if we have Jesus, you know, we we don't have that 20-goal-a-season striker to win a league. 
you know, we need an Arteta of 2018, 19 or whatever. That time he was scoring 20 plus goals. You know, that, that's the type of striker we need. And if we did have him, I'd be confident going in today or today going into the Leicester game on Saturday, you know. But we don't have that. And this is the thing that I'm, I'm afraid of. If it's coming to your 60 or 70 minutes and it's still nil-nil, I'm not confident of, let's say, what we have on the bench and what Arteta has to work with. And this is where I go back to the whole January transfer window where the dude didn't sort of back him. I know we got Trossard, you know, but, you know, it's something else we need. We needed that sort of fox in the box, that, that, that... like, you know, just someone to tap the yeah. ball in. Because Eddie was, as I says on, on, on Saturday, he was on front of goal and, like, no one in it and he bloomed it over the bar. You're just like, just get a toe to it, a, a chest to it. It doesn't care what it looks like. Just get yeah. something to do with the score. Yeah. Brad, I mean, it's so easy for us to say, you know, where our team strengths is. But where do you think, where, where could Arsenal hurt us? Where are our weaknesses, do you think? I hate to say it because he's looked very good over the last two games, especially in an attacking sense, but down our right side. Um, Tete's still adjusting. You know, that, that defensive duty does pretty well, but he's, he's still going to never be at ease with it. You know, you heard Brendan having a go at him a little bit in that Man United game, wanting him to get a bit closer to the player. Um, and Castagne has looked a bit stronger, you know, and maybe that is down to the change in team and the way we play the game now that's helped. But when he has got beaten, it has been far too easy. And it has led to drives into the box. So I'm a little bit worried about that um, because that's where they're going to create the space from. Because Arsenal are very quick players that can get in behind us there. And, uh, well, I mean... It's taken over an hour for a post like that to be popped up, but they weren't far behind. <laughs> hey, look, I've got a, I've got a new. Um, I, I don't know how well this will go because I've literally just thought of it on the top of my head, and while you were talking, I was quickly doing the artwork. But I want to um, I want to have a go at this, Daddy Chips. And um, basically, uh, I don't know whether you know Dell. It's an English. Um, it's an old English saying. I seem to know it, but none of my kids do. Basically, if you had to make the choice between picking your daddy or your chips, which would you go for? It's a difficult decision, I suppose, depending on your dad. So I'm going to come to you first of all, um, Del. Um, you can only have one of the two, Odegaard or Madison. Oh, I know, I know. I go Madison. Um, and and the reason why I'm saying that is because let's say the last like Odegaard has been playing well this season, but Madison has been playing well in the Premier League probably a small bit longer than him, you know. So mm. I would go Madison. I, I rate him really highly. I think he's such a good player. Could they play together? The Armory seemed to think that he could. Yeah, they, they yeah. Could, sorry. Yeah, I think the yeah the type of players that they are, they definitely could. You know, I, 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 yeah, because like Odegaard is, he's not my captain. You know, I'm a rootless sort of type of player. That's what I want as a captain. A you know, a yeah. leader. He's not my leader. He's he's sort of uh, let's be friends, everyone. And you know, if you're a leader, you can't be friends with everyone. Um, so. You know, I, I think him and Madison would work well together, 100%. Brad, 
I've had to change mine because one of my choices for this one for you was uh, Tete. So I'm going to cross that out after what you just said. Uh, I've had to quickly change it. For you, Danny Chips, uh, Ramsdale or Ward? Danny Ward. Really? Uh, I just I, I, I like Danny Ward. No, I do because, because yeah, it's, it's, it's going well for him, but... You're just waiting for that Arsenal curse. They, they had it with Pedro Cech, didn't it? After a few seasons, he just randomly went off form and never found it again. Um, with, with me, you know, from one of, and this is quoting Leicester fans as well, that we're out in four saying this, worst ever Premier League goalkeeper. There is lots of well-known YouTubers. There's lots of well-known media people that are now saying, yeah. it, you know, everybody who said that, it has to kind of take a bit of humble pie because... Since that dreadful start, which was a collective effort, <laughs> not much of one because we lost 4 2 5 2 or 6 2, but yeah. you know, since then, seven clean sheets, he looks ever on the up as a goalkeeper. And, and I'm looking at, at, at Danny Ward thinking he we might have just done right here, you know, compared to what a lot of people think. You know, you know, you know, my thoughts on Danny Ward. I wanted Michael to go at the end of last season. I think he had reached his sell-by date. And sometimes you've got to take off the tinted spectacles and say, yeah. I mean, if he walked in here now, like I say, I'd bend over and have his children. You know, <laughs> the guy, what he's done for this for, for Leicester is amazing. But there comes a point when you've got to say, yeah, it's time to move on. And, you know, his his... You know, I saw Dracula come out for crosses more than, than he did at the end of the uh, end of last season. I thought Ward, but Ward obviously took a bit of bedding in because Schmeichel had been so good, he didn't get much chance to play. But this was quite interesting. As, and I thought of you when I saw this earlier, Brad. Danny Ward there, uh, 2,007 minutes he's played, 40, but he has conceded 41 goals. Hasn't saved a penalty, but I don't think we've had many against us. But six clean sheets that's more than the England goalkeeper. Um, Hugo Lloris has got seven, don't know how. Uh, has got seven, Leno seven, but he's up there with it 73 saves. He is one, two, three, four, five, six best goalkeeper there. Sorry, 70 percent, 70 saves. Sorry, he's the sixth best uh, goalkeeper. So, those people, like you say, that were knocking him. Yeah, maybe maybe just wobble your head a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I've made the comparison a lot of time, and, and you know, I, I, I'm a big massive fan of Jamaica, but there's always players in every squad. We talk about star, star standout players. They're also become them players that you just have to accept, whether you like it or not, that you kind of struggle to live up to that standard in certain things that Schmeichel did as a goalkeeper. It was phenomenal. He'll, you know, FA Cup, Premier League... Community Shield winner, you know, played in Europe for us, got us three rounds. Most notably, we all we all fondly remember his his, his antics in in the leg in the both legs against Seville that night. Yeah. Them nights, you know. Yeah. So, you know, kind of with Kante when he left and Mara's when he left, you have to accept that we're going to have a good quality goalkeeper in Danny Ward, but he's never going to be Schmeichel. But I've always said as well, certain things we didn't like about Schmeichel, like his erratic. You know, distribution. Yeah. You know his his um. His distribution. distribution is yeah. Yeah. He can find a Leicester shirt and he can plant it on the chest for them to go out, and that has become he can keep it. He can keep it in the field. Yeah. Of play. He knows what them lines are actually standing for as well. Yeah. 
indeed. Um, but let's not let's not forget we once got rid of Gordon Banks for an unknown Peter Shilton. That didn't turn out too bad, did it? But no, didn't. also I've got to say, you know, as I say, I'm a fan of Ward, but I have to on this occasion, I'm afraid I like Ramsdale. I think he's a really good buy. Uh, all this sort of world is had relegations. We all know that, you know, letting goals in isn't just down to the goalkeeper. There's three, four, five guys, whichever formation in front of him, that doesn't help. Um, and I do, I think he should be England number one, to be mm. honest with you. Yeah, I really do. No, not, not for nothing, though, but if you go by record, Danny Ward's never been relegated. Aaron Ramsdale been relegated three times, wasn't he? Twice in one season. Yeah. No, no, no. I don't care if he was on the bench getting two appearances in Carabao Cup. It's about prospecting stats, mate. That's what you're all about. There you go. Never relegated. Danny Ward's the man. He'll say. Man, I, 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 I got. I get, he's gained experience off that. <laughs> That's it. That old, that old chestnut is it, Hellboy? He gained experience. He learnt the Arsenal way of playing. That's what it was. Yeah, yeah well, that's the thing, isn't it? Is it better to have experience, even if your team's getting relegated, or being sat on the bench playing the odd cup game every now and again? Yeah, because he and gets sit there going, I'm really sick of this ball going in my net. Harry Maguire, <laughs> Harry Maguire got relegated, and we got 80 million for him. Sorry, any Man yeah. United fans that are watching. <laughs> um, but right, we come to that. We come to that time of the show that we all we all hate. Um, and I know Brad does, especially tonight, and that is score predictions. So we do a thing here, uh, Dale, with um, myself, Brad and Craig, the three main presenters on the channel, and five ex-players. And we all do this prediction league, uh, of which Jerry Taggart is top, in fairness. Uh, who's second? Oh, yes, me. Um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> who, 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 who's second and got zero in the main prediction show? No, 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 that is another thing completely. We're not talking about that. That show's cancelled this week. I've told Oh, is it? Okay, I'll take my trophy in the post then, mate. It's so difficult not to look smug at this point. <laughs> so, oh, sorry. Um, I don't care. No, fairness, no fairness, Brad. You were third <coughs> up until last week when you dropped to fourth in this one. So, well, yeah, you know. Can I just say this? I did get, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna wear this like a badge of honor. The first ever person in my other prediction show ever to get two points in a week. But in my, defense, it is almost impressive. In my defense, you only got one point, Brad. No, you got two points. You got two points. Yeah. And the winner, Steve, only got four. So, come on. Come on. Well, miracles happen every day of the week. You get zero and Steve wins a week. That's I know. Next. I know. But this, look, these, these are the, uh, the predictions we've gone for at this end. Uh, Brad, a very, very confident 3 1. Um, I've got to be honest with you, I was looking forward to, to and I've not heard him say it yet, so I hope part of Dell's prediction is the three, because I love the way the Irish say three, but I think I've actually loved yeah. even more, even more the way that the Irish say Tielemans. But <laughs> <laughs> Brad has gone Brad has gone three one to Leicester. I've I toyed between one nils and one ones, and I and in the end that fence was so comfy that I decided to sit on it. Um although like an elephant, I've probably have destroyed it. But I have gone one one. Uh Craig has gone for the Desmond, he's gone to two two. Uh Jerry Taggart 
he maybe knows something because he is top of the, the, the league. He's gone 2 1 to Leicester. Uh, Ian Marshall, never a man to, to show any favouritism at all. In fact, never, ever, ever does he show any favouritism. He's gone 2 1 to Arsenal. Uh, Ian Wilson, I hadn't got his prediction in when I did the actual uh, graphic, but he has gone 2 2. He's gone for Desmond as well. Steve Linex has gone 2 0 to Leicester, which scares me, which is probably why I went for the draw, because although he did win this week, albeit with only four points, he is absolutely rubbish at predictions. And Steve Walsh has gone 2 2. And I think that's goals, but it might be headbutts against Ian Wright, of course. <laughs> 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 Who knows? Um, Del, I'm sure that you are going to favour Arsenal. I'll be very surprised if you don't. What is your what is your score prediction? Well, I, I, I'll give you one of the things you love. I think Tillymans will score. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna, you know that's going to get clipped. <laughs> 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 And here, if he does score, be thinking of me. Ah, for fuck's sake! <laughs> that's going to be that, that's going to be my ringtone. You know, <laughs> my, my message notification. Tillemans, oh, it's a message. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I, I look. I I have to be. If if Madison is out, I, I'm I I would be a bit more confident. Okay. Yeah. Um, but because I was going to say Filbert Street there, but well. because. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, look, not nice stadium, but because it's um it's away, the form I'm hoping we're going to pick up after the Villa game because it was a big win for us. Like you know, it's a morale boost, and so I think Arsenal will win, and I'll go with two one. I think it'll be a close game. Two one to Arsenal, and we'll add you to the list. Well, lovely. Uh, let's hope you don't have the look of the Irish. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am so predictable, aren't I? Yeah, <laughs> I love it. It's a stereotypical it. joke to be fitted in. I will do it. I will do it. But, um, but you never know. We might pick up a four-leaf clover. Look, there's another one for you. Um, Patrick, St. Patrick's Day coming up. I'll try and get one to you. <laughs> <laughs> Please do. Please do. Uh, uh, Warren's gone Leicester 2, Arsenal 1. I, now, I presumed... I've got, I'm not sure what team do you, does Warren support. Does anybody know? Because I started. Oh off. yeah, no, he's a he's a big he's a big gunner. He is. He's is a, he? Yeah. Because I did get tempted towards me possibly his Man United, but he's a big gunner, is he? Yeah, yeah. Um, no, he's a great. I know he's great. Warren's a great guy. He does a show on a on a sun on a Saturday. It's like. Uh, can I just say I love that man. What? Maybe we should have had Warren on, Brad. What do you think? Yeah, well, yeah. We'll be a full sweep here. We were well on our way. <laughs> He's got 2-1. Uh, James, the Everton fan, has gone 2-2. And Nate has gone 2-1. I'm presuming to Leicester because he's a Leicester fan. Uh, Del, now look, it's been... Please say three just for me. Yeah, I'll go... Tree tree. <laughs> I love it. I love Good it. Lad. It doesn't take a lot. It doesn't take a lot to make me happy. <laughs> Ask me ex-wife. Um, <laughs> it's been great having you on. Thank you for only swearing less than five times. Yeah. <laughs> You're counting, I see. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able to retire on that. I was counting yeah, yeah. But no, thank you so much for coming no. on. 
again, just give everybody uh, your link is in the description below on YouTube. We just do that automatically, but do give a shout out once again to where people can find you. Yeah, uh, Del Boy Gunner TV on YouTube and um, on Twitter as well. It's just Del Boy Gunner and on Instagram as well. Del Boy Gunner, keep it, keep it simple, stupid, as they say. Um, as I, I do the fan um video call ins after every Arsenal match, I do um videos every now and again and every friday night i'm going to be doing vlogs as well because i go to the irish football league all their games i'm going to start going every friday night and so i'll be doing their vlogs so check them out if you don't mind please subscribe and check the channel thanks a million and chris thanks a million for having me on your show i really enjoyed it mate thanks for coming it's your first time you are a you were a lester till i die virgin yeah Uh, yeah but, uh, but glad to say no longer no longer exactly yeah you you went easy on me (laughs) (laughs) there you see brad if nothing else this week you've taken tell boys virginity yeah yeah (laughs) brilliant i'll remind him of that when i go when when he does his match report afterwards especially if we've lost (laughs) a couple of things that you lost this weekend the match and (laughs) yeah (laughs) Now, I'll let you go, mate. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll have to have you on, on on another show sometime. You are a real yeah. laugh. But uh, thank you so very much for coming on. Yeah, 100%. And lads, you're welcome on the fan cam after the match at all. Like, you know, just keep an eye and I'll drop the link in the description. Oh, believe you me, if we win, we will oh, be there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we might just be there, mate. <laughs> the two of us. <laughs> if we lose, no, no. no. Yeah, yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, cheers for the offer, mate. <laughs> yeah. Well, honestly, we'll, we'll agree on that, Brad. If we win, we're on. <laughs> yeah, we're going in. I'd wish you all the best, but obviously I'd be lying. I wouldn't mean it. But for the rest of the season, mate, really, I I want Arsenal to win it because it, it's you've not won it for so long. It, and mm. it, it's a different team. And I've got to say this, and it just makes me laugh all the time. If anybody, in, go off and check this. If you Google map the Emirates Stadium, you know how they always have little like, you know, this is the local Costa or whatever. At the Emirates Stadium, it actually highlights the fact that there is a time capsule buried. And I'm just wondering if that's where what? you keep your trophies from the last time you won them. Probably <laughs> <laughs> <Couple> is. <laughs> so, it's an old joke and I use it every yeah. time. But, but it's true. It is true. You will find a time capsule highlighted on Google Maps. I never knew that. Like I've seen I've seen, I've obviously been to the done the tour and all. I know where the time yeah. capsule is in the stadium. Yeah, I do. Like, you know. I mean, I don't know how true it is, but yeah. it does say you just say time capsule. It just just made me laugh the first time I saw that. And still does, as you can see. I'm a child. <laughs> Mate, all the best for the rest of the yeah. season. Go on you and win it. And um, we'll speak soon. Take care, buddy. Perfect. Lovely. Cheers. Thank you. Take care. Bye-bye. Right, oh, check him out. Honestly, what a laugh. What a laugh. And I don't think I've ever heard him swear as little as that. No, he was almost polite. Wasn't he? <laughs> <laughs> Delboy, it was almost part in etiquette for us. Yeah, he's great, Delboy. Makes me chuckle. I love Tillemans the way he says that. I tell you what, the BBC actually can't even. They call it. They say Tillemans. Oh yeah, they got all posh for it. I don't get that. Yeah, and it's well, through ball to Tillemans. I'm thinking we're another player. Yeah, where, where do these players come from? 
Yeah. Uh, oh, Anthony yeah. is in as late as always. You know, God knows, honestly. His missus, his missus just says at night, just wake me up and pull the sheet down when you finish. Um, it's, uh, uh, we did touch on that earlier. Um, uh, Warren couldn't stand United. <laughs> Not many of us can. Not many of us can. Warren, mate, thanks very much for popping in as well. I do apologise. I just wasn't sure who, which team, but Arsenal... It's a slight step up from United, but it's the it's the part of the show. It is the part, and you thought that the uh, Daddy Chips was bad enough, but it's the part of the show that Brad's had to do last week and this week. Uh, he's standing in for Craig or sitting in it, whichever way you want to look at it. It is time to pick a team. Now, you last week, sir, you did go a little bit. Um, made a change which didn't happen or not at the start of the game anyway yeah so are we still going i presume we're still going for a 4-3-3 in that kind of formation yeah it's, that's not going to change yeah are you okay doing this by the way sorry yeah it's fine I assumed you were <laughs> yeah it goes with the job i'm sorry it's in the contract oh is it <laughs> yes uh now, I'm presuming we're going to have we're going to have Danny Ward in goal. Um, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I could rip this off like a bandaid if you wanted, Chris, and and, I, and I say type at the same time. So okay, well, left, left back's Christensen. That's not changing. Um, I've got to find him first of all because he's not down under under. Le oh God, um, you know I can't spell these names. I don't know, it's why I pick them sometimes. Yes. Um, Victor. Try that way. We're not Lindelof. Oh, God. I tell you, we'll come back to him. Uh, I can spell phase. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that one's definite. Yeah, wild phase is in there. Phase, F A E S. And I am guessing um, Mr. Sutar. I don't know, it's Yannick Vestergaard. Yeah, of course it's Sutar. One day... Yeah, one like, day I'm going to say it and I'm going to mean it. Yes, I've caught you haven't had a drink. <laughs> yeah, day. maybe. You may just go for that. And some acid, maybe. I don't know. Might need to be both. Let's have a look. I'm just going to get the uh, the spelling up here. There we go. Let me get him on. Yeah. We can't have a gap there, can we? Oops. No. Um... Okay, oh. it's Chris, really. That's I should have got that straight away, shouldn't I? Yeah, the clue was in the name. Still not coming up with an S E N. Did before, didn't it, though? Yeah, I got to type the whole name in because oh. what it does is we type Chris in, yeah, and yeah, but yeah. he must be about 21st on the list or something. Now, now that I'm going to be interested in this one because. Yes, it's been it's been Timothy Castagna's position, um, and I did say early before you came in, would he, you know, keep his place? And maybe if Tete's not playing, uh, Ricardo now he's back, move up front. But then, you know, Brendan's been saying, well, you know, maybe we could move Castagna up up the field. Who are you going to go for in that right back position? I'm going to stick with Castagna. Um, the last two games when he's been going forward, he's been effective. 
And for me, it's just too early. I'm looking at the Blackburn Rovers game for Ricardo. I think midweek, that's the perfect way to get him back into the mix. That would be no minutes. Yeah. So, yeah, for me, it's Castagna. I'd stick, I'm sticking with him. No disrespect to Blackburn, but yeah. It, 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 no, I mean he's a quality player. They're both as good as each other. It's just his return to fitness. It's a good. It's a good fixture to have. Yeah. Um, now central midfield. Where do you go with this one? Right. This all depends. No, not on right. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> Sorry, mate. Couldn't but with with the three man midfield, this all depends on if Madison's fit or not. I think. Mm-hmm. If I go off the assumption that Madison's able to be picked, yes, I'm yes. going because um, technically that that middle midfielder is is more advanced, isn't he? That's the Madison role is more than number ten. See, I I always think yes, I think I think it is. Um, yeah, uh, there is another fourth. I don't know if he's going to change everybody. No, it's not that one, is it? It's moved back. Uh, four three three C about that. Let's just, yeah, let's sort just... of like that. Yes, yeah, yeah. that, that yeah. was more like it. And I think that if he is fit to play, I would go with James Madison. Yeah. Oh, I've got a fourth option. Oh, I've got five options here. All oh, the excitement of it. That one, do you think central attacking midfield? Or... Yeah, that's pretty, that's like the number ten. Oh, yeah. no, not that. Not that. Uh, that one. There we go. So we're going to yeah. go for Madison. If he's fit, um, yeah, like, let's it, he is. And if not, it would have to be Tillemans for this occasion yes. over Dennis Pratt. He, um, he, I, I always think I said earlier, somebody said about Pratt, and I, it's awful because you know I like Pratt, yeah, I really do, but I forget about him, and that's basically because he's never played. <laughs> yeah, I think I think he's been rather unfortunate that the quality he's got ahead of him is Madison and Tillemans. Yeah. I think he's a good squad player. Yeah. But I think especially against someone like Arsenal, if they're available, they have to be played. And when I say available, I mean 100% or as close to 100% as a player can be. Um, and that's why you got to go Madison. However, if Madison does play, I would actually go with... Have a go with Kieran Dewsbury Hall on the left side of things where he usually plays and don't fix something that ain't broken. I'm sticking Mendy in there as an anchor midfielder. I think you need somebody against Arsenal who can who can either get out and quickly and win the ball high or he wins it chasing back and, and gets it back in that defensive third. And that's something that Leicester have kind of been blessed with but it's kind of been like space jammed around it's been indeedy then it's been samori then it's been mendy that does a really good job there so yeah for me it's Dewsbury hall on the left and i'm i'm keeping tillman's out of the team i'm i've mendy's warrants to, to keep his oh, place for yeah. me a hundred percent agree with you there i mean i know samori came back uh and it's great that it's been ages since we've been in a position where we can say who would we play you know because normally yeah, it's it, nice in itself, but I I agree one hundred and ten percent with you. It has to be, it has to be Mendy. I think if he is not offered a new contract, even if he turns it down, the offer's got to be there. You know, yeah, it definitely has to be. You know? He's definitely warranting it in the form he's playing at the moment. 
Definitely, definitely. Um, I'm taking Harvey Barnes to be on the left. Yeah, you'd be very right in taking that assumption. Who are we going to put on the on the uh, on the on the right? I think again, if he's able to go attacking with his lineup and 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 have that, and if this is how he lines up, I think he's got to match it on the right hand side. Yeah. Again, you could say it's unfortunate for Pratt, but if he's going to go attacking, you're going to use Tete. Yeah. Um, we've seen how quickly he can get up the field, even when he's making his defensive yeah. duties. Um, he caused chaos for Manchester United until the second half as well. You know, it's nil nilly, nil nil, and still in it. You know, he was he was very much a, a very good provider to some tricky mm. balls across the six yard box. And if you get a couple more of them right against Arsenal, you might not have, you know, you might not, you know, have the keeper on red up form, and it yeah. might keep, might get the goals. Yes, indeed. Um, Nate says it's Sutan Vestergaard all day for me. <laughs> Yeah, right. right. Only, only if we're gonna. The only way that would work is if that help. If Arsenal see that team sheet and they fall over laughing because Vestergaard's playing. Yeah, and Terry very nicely says when he's Craig back. That's not very nice, Terry. Oh, <laughs> Terry, Terry! Wow, tell it, tell it how it is. Don't, don't, don't hold back on your feelings, mate. I'm sorry. <laughs> Um, no, actually, he's back next Thursday, but I'm hoping, and I haven't spoken to Brad yet, but I, I've got another one I might ask Brad to do with me. But I'll speak to you after the show, Brad, if that's it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, no worries. Um, and, I, and I guess, we, we, I mean, for me, he's he's got to be there every time. And that's the... Uh, and I'll tell you what, I know you like it. Shall we play his song? Yeah, go on. Yes, <laughs> I know. I, I, just I, know, I know it's village people. I know it's about macho. I like the song. I like the song. Yeah. It just fits him so well. Um, right, let's have a look and see um, if I can put him in there. Let's have a look. I hate Yeah, this this was up there as one of the easiest choices you'll you'll make this season. Dakar is the second choice in a lone striking ship. Yeah. Vardy has to now be that player that we put on, you know, almost Tottenham-like. You know, yeah. if, if Leicester are winning the game with comfort, you put him on to piss them off. Um, but yeah. it has. He, he, even last week, I mean, De Gea, he, he actually couldn't do much more to that. It was all on De Gea for a quality save. And again, a couple of, couple of chances he had, he, you know, on an under he scores them. So he's in good confidence, and you got to keep him in that eleven now. You've got to make, you've got to board that around him, and yes, I think Brandon's finally learnt that and gave in on the fact as well. I think yeah, and I think you know we we know we know in Atro when he came on and he was playing with Vardy and he was top scorer for the season, and then Brendan still dropped him the next season, but. Vardy cannot physically play 90 minutes. I mean, I think Vardy could well start against Blackburn. Um, I mean, even then, though, I mean, I would actually rather go with Dakar because you've got to give Dakar what you gave to Ian Nacho. You've got to feed him scraps. He's got to play at some point. I wouldn't actually be going with Vardy for it. I can see it, but yeah. I would actually, I'd actually rather go with, with Dakar in the cup. 
which I don't know how people might feel about that. But for me, you know, that's how it's got to be now going forward. I think Vardy's got to be that time wasted, that, that guy that stretches the back line and mm. makes the run snacker him out. I can just... I, I, with my Brendan hat on, I can just see it being. Sort of oh, totally, yeah. I yeah. could, yeah, I could as well. But, but you I'd like a, it to be you Daka. Make a valid point about Dakar. He's got. I mean, and this is the problem with Inacho. How the hell could he prove what he can do when he's only getting 10, 15 minutes here and there? Uh, Nate says yeah. if you could play a one-off friendly, I'd just like to see what happens with two six-foot six centre backs. Uh, I mean, oh. I'm sorry. I am sorry, Nate. Oh, behave. Yeah, you get one of those. <laughs> you really do. Um, what can I say? What can I say? 3-1, uh, Brad, you confident still with that? Yeah, I don't see why not. I mean, like I said, look, we know what happened in the second half, but we, we, we'd let ourselves down a little bit by not being so switched on in that first five minutes of the second half, which did ultimately kill the game off. I know they got a third, which killed it off altogether, but it was killed off with the second goal and how that came about. But we've been really good going forward. You know, that, you know, we've four, four goal, four goals in, in both our last two games for it. You know, we'd scored 10 goals in our last three, you know, we, we, we were looking good and, and outscoring teams. And every time we got our noses in front, we've never really, in them performances, look like losing it. So, at home, crowd, confident, you know, bouncing, making some noise, which they always do anyway. Um, even when times have been bad this season, the noise and effort's been up there. So, there's no reason Leicester can't go out there and, and you know, and, and get the win. I don't yeah. think there's not playing like that. Yeah. You'll get more win, a lot more wins playing that way than, than, than defeats. Indeed. Indeed. If you can stay in the chat for a second and no. you afterwards. <laughs> Hear me now. I was just saying, no, not after. No, no, after, no, no. no, no. I'm, I'm making I'm, a note of that. Let me just... I'm, 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 I'm too hurt by Terry's words. I'm all emotional. I don't think I can stay behind after that, asking Un the craze back. Unless you... <laughs> that wasn't me. But I know. Unless your waitress is going to bring you another meal... <laughs> no, no, not the time. <laughs> right. Thanks very much, Brad. Look, like I can say your link's always in the in, in the chat below because you're a regular here and you're a mod and everything. So your link's always in there. But and it's your name is is at the bottom there as well. And just give it a shout out though. Yeah, find me on YouTube, it's top ten battles. We do football uh shows on there, we do football quizzes on there. Yeah, try and have a good laugh. I mean, you got to put up with this, with this, uh, this ugly mug. But if you can get past that, then uh, yeah, it's it's a great show to be a part of. Uh, follow me on Twitter. The Twitter handles all one word. It's at Full Time Focus. And yeah, just do 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 the good stuff here on this channel first. Like subscribe and like into the video. Mm, no, I, I appreciate that. And you you've just got to follow the signs for that. <laughs> There we yeah. go. <laughs> Brad, I will speak to you in a minute. Thank you very much, sir. No worries, mate. I'll speak to you in a minute. Take care. Cheers. Uh, thanks to Brad and thanks to Del Boy. I'm going to have to clip that um, Tillemans accent <laughs> and the tree tree that he did for me at the end. you got to love a good Irish accent. Um, yeah, Nate. Cheers, Brad. Yeah, let's get behind Brad. We love Brad. 
we love Brad. What's all this Craig nonsense? And I'll say completely the opposite next week when Craig's back. Look, last time, please, if you have got any spare change at all, do what it says at the bottom there. Tonight's show has been uh, in, in dedicated to Stephen Featley, a huge, huge Arsenal fan. I can't believe that, that with what is happening and the fact that we're playing Arsenal, I'm, I, I, I call him a YouTube friend, so I, I can't claim to know him personally. Um, he's, he's only ever been nice to me on these YouTube shows. His banter is brilliant. He gives it. He takes it as well. And I, as I say, it was literally only last week I was on his uh, in his chat on one of his shows, fishing with the banter. He bit, but we had a laugh about it. And uh, yeah, mate, I, I, I'm going to miss that. I'm going to miss that. So if you can have any spare change, child, the, 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 it's coming up in a second. It's coming up in a second. Um, the, the the website oh, here we go uh, childliverdisease.org please get over there and make any small donation you can because it was a um, charity that that for obvious reasons those of you that know meant a hell of a lot to him so please do get over there and support that we'll be back tomorrow night with the prediction show yeah, I don't really want to, but I'm going to have to. <laughs> if you've been watching, thank you so very much to everybody in the chat. Uh, thank you to Brad. Thank you to Del for being on. It's been Less Until I Die TV on YouTube and Twitch. And if you have been listening via your favourite podcast platform, you've lent me your ears. Thank you so much. I've cleaned them out and I'm sending them back to you. Don't forget to check out Less Until I Die TV on YouTube. Latest shows. Stan Collymore interview, Keith Hackett, ex-head ex of the Professional uh, Referees Association, the PGMOL. Uh, he, he had a lot to say about VAR referees and what have you. Um, I will see you tomorrow night if you join us for the prediction show. Thanks very much. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Ah, here's Arnie. Thanks for watching. These videos are tremendous. You better like them too or I'll be back. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. That's all, folks. Thanks for watching Lester Till I Die. This is Chris saying goodbye and see you next time. Network is proudly teaming up with three for Mental Health Awareness Week this year.
Beyond the pitch, beyond the results, we're here to connect fans, getting them to embrace the highs and lows of supporting your club. Because we're not just fans, we're a team. With two in three football fans having struggled with their mental health, we understand that life off the pitch can present its own challenges. That's why we're committed to ensuring you have the tools to stay connected with your friends and fellow supporters. Take a moment to connect with your mates. A simple text or an open conversation can make a world of difference. And if they don't respond right away, don't hesitate to follow up. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.